Welcome back to another episode of At Least It's Not Rocket Science. I'm your host, Nathaniel, accompanied by my co-host. JJ, and accompanied by our digital co-host. Kyle. And accompanied <laughs> by a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, hi. My name is George. Welcome, George. Oh, do you want me to like introduce my... But please, we All can right. get started right away. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Um, so my name is George. I'm the team lead for... Uh, this year's MADW team, uh, which stands for Micro Aero Design West. And you guys have a whole acronym, right, that you made for that? Yeah. So initially it was SAE Micro Aero Design, but to avoid any complications with like filing with the other SAE down in the basement, the, the car one, uh, we decided to take out that whole SAE entirely and change it to Micro Aero Design West. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say we've been we've been referring to the team as Mad W. Yep, Mad W. Yeah, because I because I remember when we were first in because you're in our capstone class as well. Right. Yeah. Um, I just remember like it was like SAE and then it was Mad W and we're like, wait, is that a new team? Yeah, I think we went through like three name changes just to avoid any um, <laughs> association with SAE in general. Yeah, yeah. it's completely different. Yeah. Right? When I heard SAE, I'm like, it's not part of the GFRs. Yeah, I'm like, isn't that the like solar the something something? That's what I thought at first. And apparently it kind of is, but it's like a different subject, subsection, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they're, they're maybe, if I'm thinking right, their project used to be in Merrifield Lab back in the robotics area. Mm -hmm. That would be at, like oh. that car that was just sitting there, that mold excuse me so before we get too deep into your project right, right. we want to hear a little bit about yourself so um are you from oregon did you grow up here no actually i'm from hawaii which is quite far away from here really <laughs> yeah yeah whoa so wait which island in hawaii oh maui maui yeah i have the standard uh standard continental united states answer <laughs> which is i've only been to maui for like a vacation and i've only stayed at like a nice resort but right like uh hana the road to hana we took that and that's like a super nice town except for the drive made me very sick <laughs> yeah it's, it's a, such a long windy road i think it goes on for two hours yeah yeah that was a, that was a long yeah, road yeah. whoa so hawaii is your are you here is your family here now or are you just here for school i'm just here for school man school yeah I originally wanted to go to Hawaii when I was kind of looking into like astronomy. Like really? I think I was going to go to yeah. University of Hawaii at Manoa. Oh yeah, they're they're known for or there's a couple like big telescopes, especially where I'm from. Where I'm from, um, small plug, but uh, the don't plug all you want. The world's largest solar telescope is on Maui, which is pretty cool. Um, Have you ever been in it? Yeah, uh, I interned there this summer, which is awesome. Oh, you entered? Yeah, there. I got the chance to. Whoa, yes. that's awesome. So do you? So what do you think of Oregon then, since you're from, I know the weather is probably, I mean, it's pretty rainy in Hawaii too, isn't it? Not quite. I mean, it depends on what type of season. Mm -hmm. um, there's barely any seasons. You get, you get your rainy season and your sunny season, basically. Um, what you guys call winter and fall, that's when we would consider our semi-rainy season. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, it's sunny all around. Um, but coming here took uh, quite a bit of getting used to, especially the weather. Like back back in Hawaii, anything below like seventies or even like high seventies was quite cold for everyone. <laughs> Coming here, feeling like low forty degrees for the first time, 
like oh my goodness you're in like a winter coat and everything yeah oh my yeah. lord but the longer i stay here I got accustomed to it and like every time i go back home it's like oh man dude, it's just so hot here and like is your family like <laughs> look at you getting yeah. used to all the cold weather yeah, over there yeah that's but, funny Yep. So like what part of the I'm trying to I think I have like the kind of shape of Maui in my mind. So actually we could pull up a map even as well. Cause Maui. Of course, the first thing that pops up is like vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so like what part of the island are you are you from? Well, um one thing I like to describe Maui is I don't know if you guys see it a little bit. It kind of looks like a human person, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Uh you have your head right there in the right. body. I'm like within the back neck part. So you're like right around yeah, right here. Right here, right there. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm trying to remember where, because I've been to Kauai, which I really liked. Oh, cool. Yeah. And because like I, Maui, of course, is beautiful, but like I don't really like the resort kind of stuff. No, I yeah. like the kind of explore. Right. And Kauai kind of reminded me quite a bit of like Oregon because right. I'm born and raised here. And so I think we were like right here, like uh, Molokai. Is that right? That one of the islands off of Maui? Uh, Molokai is. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like part of Maui County, um, but it's like a separate different mm -hmm. island. Um, so there's like um, three different islands, like really close to Maui. Uh, one is called Molokai, uh, Lanai, and one is Ko'olawe. Uh, Ko'olawe is sadly not like... Um, inhabited by humans mm -hmm. uh back in the day military used to do bomb testing on the island oh so it's um kind of like off limits for people yeah wait a minute my this is also kind of a this is like a flat my dad used to work for a company called ch2m hill and i don't know if i'm allowed to talk about this probably i probably am but he uh he same. went to hawaii at one point in time i was gonna say the same people that donated the loom, yeah. loom center yeah they got bought out by jacobs yeah. but, oh that place yeah oh. he used to work there uh before he started his own company but i remember him telling me he went to hawaii to detonate undetonated bombs somewhere in hawaii so it's it's probably completely cold. possible yeah. it's on that island it's probably on that island. he was like helping Wait. like make a machine that would detonate the undetonated bombs so is this island is it just like there's potential leftover ordnance there yeah, or is it like potential there's is it radiation too no I, i'm not sure if it's from world war ii or not um but i do know they tested quite a bit of bombs there so yep the military has a lot of places like that that's um, true yeah <laughs> there was when i lived in hawaii we were in oahu and k-bay had a area like that and then when we were in san antonio there was a place called camp Bullis, and they would let us from high school go and do like events there and we would have to do a safety brief of if we found any unexploded shells because every once in a while they'll be like oh yeah that's a you know 30 mic mic shell just unexploded right there don't stay away from it <laughs> stay away from it <laughs> yeah don't touch it oh look something shiny Let's yes uh, something <laughs> shiny is right there they would pretty much give us a rundown and be like all right a couple things you got to look out for cactus rattlesnakes boar Explosive shells. <laughs> yep, man. But Luck. it's like, it's it's very unique though. Like, because I, I I've known I guess unique to me because I'm from Oregon. But I've known right. like people that go to school in Hawaii, and then you've done the opposite. You've come here, right? And have you always been interested in like engineering? Then, um, not quite actually. I mean, growing up, 
um, I really loved drawing. Really? Yeah. And so at first, I wanted to become an artist, like in elementary school. But you know, as life goes on, mm -hmm. you realize art art might not be the best choice in like the long run, right? <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, but engineering kind of like I went for it because of the money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's the initial thought, right? But then I, I do enjoy, I'm really good at math and science more than I am with like writing in general. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I grew up building Legos and like mm -hmm. playing with all robots. Uh, yeah. right, right. We all still do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I never really um, like sold on the fact of becoming an engineer until I joined my high school robotics team. Um, there you go. Yep. Uh, did FRC for three years. Nice. And yeah. That's what hooked me on mechanical engineering, basically. Nice. Yeah. I was going to ask. They... Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Do they still do uh, competitions in our island? I went to uh, Lilihua my freshman year over in Oahu. I know they uh, did on yeah, island. Um, I know for FRC, they have their, uh, uh, you know how, I don't know if you guys do know of FRC. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they had a competition on the island of Oahu. Um, so mostly all the like Hawaii teams would go there, but then you also get teams from like Japan, China. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I think there is a team from Taipei, Taiwan. Um, it was really cool seeing all these other people from other countries mm -hmm. and like getting to actually like uh, battle against them. Not like battle bots, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you're like in competition with them. I'm I'm in the robotics club right now. I'm the vice president. Oh, of really? The, yeah. yeah, and. I have plenty of people that come from FRC right, from like right. all around and they always say how competitive it is like yeah. first robotics competition, but then everyone's like out for blood, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's nice to have like, I mean, cause it's fun to win of course, but it's also kind of always, it's enjoyable to also <laughs> enjoy the experience. Right. Yeah. Like I you, mean, you can't always be like, I mean, it's all about collaboration, right. Yep. In the end. So that's cool. I, yeah, robotics is like one of the big parts of what I enjoyed most as well and what kind of got me into engineering. Do you still have a passion for drawing then? Uh, sort of, yeah. Um, It's kind of evolved into more like technology mm -hmm. type of drawing. So I, I really like graphic design. Um, did oh, nice. some of it in high school. Um, Kind of like straight off it for a bit since, you know, engineering work is taking up all my time, basically. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, I love to get love to get back into the thing or back into it um but yeah i still keep up with it a little bit uh but not as much anymore yeah i would yeah. actively encourage it because like even like not me but like we have a member of our team james chaplin james yeah. is uh he doesn't want to be an engineer but his <laughs> his like family is engineers and he right. he wants to be a writer and so he's writing but he's doing engineering just to support his writing career oh which i i think i think we've all supported him on that right right but I, I would not know that. Yeah, I, I would definitely say like, you know, if, yes, I agree that engineering probably should take precedent, like just so you can get through it now. Right, but right. I would say don't give up on because gra graphic design is something that I've always been jealous of. Right. I'm not nearly artistic enough to I mean, I, <laughs> I can podcast I can and then I can edit the podcast and I can do like video editing. But like art, like graphic design is like it's a whole nother thing. I, you know? I think podcasting is just enough. I mean, it, it takes a creative mindset to do. Yeah, and that's that's fair. Yeah. I think that there's a nice 
I think that there's always a nice layer of creativity that builds like a good engineer. So I think that that right. you have a nice basis for that because that you never know when that could come in, right? Like right, yeah. it all like designs and all the creativity that come from, you know, to successful designs for anything have to come from somewhere, right? right, right. Like who thought about like, you know, there was some crazy guy who said, you know, when we land on Mars with curiosity, we should just have it like be like this little hovering thing that it shoots off and it lowers it down and then it shoots off and then the curiosity sky crane. It doesn't take a sane person to come up with that idea. <laughs> yeah. It or takes like, a creative mind. Or like sometimes like structural buildings, how they like twist. Yeah. Like they're just like yeah, really those, bendy those and everything. And then, like, and then yeah. that's like basically to like help like mitigate the amount of wind that hits it, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's just like, who would have thought of that? looking thing like that design yeah that being more effective yeah. than just like a square building or like the one in in england how it's like the egg i forgot what it's called but it's like a big kind of egg shaped building oh, yeah, yeah and it's just because the wind goes right around it because the thames has like super high winds it's like all these different kind of creative aspects that i think some engineers forget to weave into the team right right we definitely have that issue when it comes to for some of because like we have a lot of ideas for like our team designs and like logo and we like we want to do all this stuff and we only wish that one of one of our <laughs> teammates or well thankfully we have a volunteer now that's helping us with it but uh we before that we were all stuck with like let's just make a rocket and put it on a patch and then that'll be the end of it you know <laughs> so but yeah Speaking that's awesome which so are you going to make the Mad W patch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on, it's on the way. I just... It's in I the mean, oven. It, it, <laughs> if the design's out there. I just have to convert it to, you know, um, the digital version. I see. It, right? So it's on paper, but not on the digital. Can we get, like, a sneak peek? Ooh, like, like a sneak insider perspective, insider view? Um. Well, just think of it... Um. So for a competition, right... Mm-hmm. We we had the the chance to choose a name. Uh, we ended up choosing the Flying Beeves. So <laughs> if that if that could give you a possible hint of what the patch, I kind of have like. an idea. In uh, my I mind. do have an idea as well. It's kind of if I'm my idea kind of is reminding me of the heart one with the beaver. You mean a pop or no? The one that has like the ramjet engine no 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 not that the one where the beaver was like on his back or like the rockets on his back i'm imagining this this is comical but i'm imagining like a beaver shaped plane (laughs) (laughs) it's got got wings on it you just have to wait and see oh look at that that's a tease that's a tease i was gonna say um because we have our uh our general body meeting tomorrow february 1st at 6 to 8 p.m will you be unveiling it there uh, we'll see. Ooh, we'll see. We'll Ooh, see. Um, know, this won't uh, be released by next week. But <laughs> so, some more insider information. I was told by a solar plane mm-hmm. is that they may have a nice little preview video for us during the meeting. Ooh, oh, that'll be exciting. They're currently so... working in the media room upstairs on that. On editing it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, oh. we should probably tell them if if any of the teams need help editing like videos, they can reach out to me. And it goes for you too. I don't know how much I don't know how much editing experience everyone casually carries around. We also already have a lot to do on our plates. Yeah, I was about to say, JJ. I'm like, look at you going the extra mile. More work. Yeah, I suppose. I remember you were telling me earlier in 4:30 how much you had for 373. (laughs) We don't talk about 373. We don't talk about anything else. You guys just just let me do what I'm going to do. I know you man this team tries to put they're trying to put the reins on me. Right. They're right. trying to shackle me down. 
But uh, so tell us about your project. So because we know that. So there's three of you, right? Right, right. So, man, not only is it, I would say, probably 60% a curse, but then like 40% a blessing just because 60% is you guys have to do a lot more work, obviously. Right, right. But then 40% is you get to really know each other and like the systems are working on, yeah, I assume, right? Right, right. Um, So just a brief insight of what Mad W is. Um, If you guys remember what DBF was. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. We're basically like... The, the the baby split off from that right um so we're, we're a much smaller team obviously of three people um and much, it's a different competition um sponsored by sae um so for this competition we're basically designing building and flying a competition aircraft to meet the competition standards and so unlike dbf where they have three missions we're stuck to just one mission in general um that mission entails having to take off from eight feet, which is the biggest challenge for our aircraft right now. Um, other than that, we are scored on how much payload we can carry, and we are timed. Uh, we are also scored on the time we can travel the first 300 feet. Um, and this all has to happen in one circuit, and we have to land um, in the end, or else if we do crash within the same circuit, our score is zero really right yeah so you don't get any points at no, all no no whoa but yeah the biggest challenges for us is right now is eight feet i know um eight feet in like retrospect it might seem large but for a plane taking off that's really short mm -hmm. right how big is your plane um so we're currently working on our prototype two right now we're trying to get it um to be around i guess like 24 inches mm -hmm. so two feet um, but we are limited to a 36 inch wingspan for the competition, which is not that big for, mm -hmm. for, for this plane. Um, other years, uh, we would watch, um, previous competitions. Apparently the wingspan was larger last year, but it, it's kind of daunting looking at these like past competitions. Cause you would just see this plane just like fall off the edge of the table oh. and not even take off. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for our, for our team's sake, I just really want to be able to just get off that table and fly. Mm -hmm. um, and I think just being able to do that will make us competitive enough for this competition. Yeah. You know? How how goes that progress for that? Um, right now, um, we are on our way to uh, creating our second prototype just to see if um, we can some find some way to optimize after our first few flights. Uh, we want to try and maybe not spend too much time on this because we're still like limited on time. And mm -hmm. the fact that we're only three people here, um, it's like putting us in a bind. Um, but it seems like we're on good track for, for three people. Albertani thinks we are on good track, which is a really exciting thing to hear mm -hmm. from it's the, man himself, right? the man himself. The man himself. That's the best way we could describe well, it as you well. Know, if he thinks you're on track, you're pretty on track. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. The man himself. Yes. Um, but yeah, so far it's going, going pretty good, bit harsh as always, you know, but I, I look forward to this, this competition. I, I really see the, the beauty in our team. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm certainly excited to see the progress of all the teams. That's what right. like we've been talking like, cause we've been, we have, after you, we have Hale and Apop to interview mm -hmm. and it's been kind of cool, like getting a right. more in-depth idea about each of the projects, because obviously we only see it at face value. Mm -hmm. 
but then you get to see like like each team has its own like distinct challenges and it's very interesting to see the challenges and like the passion to overcome them so i'm glad that it's going well though it's the three team thing always seems like the like one of the hardest parts for me yeah yeah so how do you split up the work yeah like what are the sub teams if If there there are are, teams in theory there were there are sub teams were (laughs) um but at this point it's just we're we're just trying to work all together and trying to get these this plane like finished or um trying to do as much as we can to this mm-hmm. plane um yeah um it used to be structures uh aerodynamics electronics propulsion um payload but then it's just like we all work on the same thing uh, <laughs> and everyone so, works on everything right right and so i wouldn't say there's sub teams in general at this point are you looking for volunteers oh yeah three people we need volunteers man i was please, gonna say please. we're uh how could, they, how could they reach you yeah uh or get involved with the club mm-hmm. well plug it plug it all come to this first or this this general body meeting tomorrow hopefully which this this unfortunately this won't be released by then oh right right on friday uh, so where do you so where do your team meet and where can they find like information to contact you? um so we meet uh every basically every day we'll probably be there um but if you want a good gist mondays four to six and wednesdays four to six down in the ai aia uh, lab space in rogers so next to the next to like the GFR lab yeah, yeah. and like the machine yeah, right. shop. Um, so we're pretty much down there every day. I mean, if you want to stop by and look at the plane, um, or what's left of the plane right now, uh, so <laughs> to the plane right now. Feel free to we'll 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 be glad to fill you in and like you know teach you the ropes and stuff. Yeah, I, anyone listening, please. Um, this is pr- one of the reasons why we're interviewing all these teams is uh you know they're they're open for the help and they're also trying to kind of you know, spread the the word for their project. So, sorry, you're going to say something, Nathaniel? I was going to say also uh, check out the AIAA website, the osuaaa.com, I believe it is. Um, and there should be all the teams as well. Uh, hopefully a contact for um, Mad W as well. Yeah. Maybe, and if yeah. not, check Do, out yeah, the what's Instagram. Your, what, are you okay with giving your school email? Oh, yeah. Uh, my school email is villanug at Oregon State. Edu, so that's V I double L A N U N U G. There you go. Yep. At OregonState.edu. Yep, yep. And awesome. so, back to that uh that that crash you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, I know that last week you guys did uh your test flights. Yep. Uh, you wanna you wanna tell the audience about them? Um. So. Last week we did two two test flights at the uh Brian Unwind. Airfield down in Adair Village. Um, there's a little nice RC, uh, RC whatever you call it, where people fly their planes. Mm-hmm. Um, like an airfield track like thing. Airfield. That that's yeah. the word I was looking for. <laughs> it slips our mind sometimes. Um, but yeah. So on Thursday we did our second test flight. So our first flight was during week one. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't go too well. Um, we were very like tail heavy, so our plane would like instantly go up and then down right uh so last week we actually got a successful flight um for the first time it was it was really interesting to see uh first first flight it it did that like same thing pitching up and went straight down 
Um, but luckily, our, our pilot, Dave, was a really experienced pilot. God bless this man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so he, he was able to save it, right? Um, so we just made our our minor repairs, changed up a few things, especially the CG since it was a bit tail heavy. Um, and then that second flight we took, we flew um, for the first time. Heck yeah. Right. I'm sure that was a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't the prettiest flight. Um, it was a very unstable flight. Like the, the plane was like rocking back and forth. <laughs> but the fact that it got up there and it didn't crash. Shaking the jitters hey. off. A flight's a flight. A flight's a flight. A flight. Yep. That was a win for me. And then, so we we landed that. He he landed it really crazy. I mean, like I don't know how he landed that thing. Like if you could like imagine like a a thing just wobbling in the air for like so long, he was able to land it. And at one point, it looked like the plane was hovering, which it shouldn't <laughs> look shooting, right. Um, turned the beach hole. Yeah, it, it turned into a total, you know. Um, but he was able to land that thing, and so. We ended up making a few more changes, shifted up the CG a bit more, and then that was like the most stable flight we had after that. We we flew, it was very stable. Um, sadly, our battery was like running out, so we didn't get to test it for that long. But we 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 f we figured that we have enough lift to actually take off, you know. Um, and then our second flight test day uh was on Sunday. Uh, we made a few changes. Um, sadly, those changes. Did not work in our favor, and so our our plane ended up doing that same thing. Like the, um, I don't know if I'm gonna say this on here, but like a kind of thing mm -hmm. where it just goes up straight down. Um, but yeah, so it's either something with the changes, and we, we might have to optimize that, or um, we might just go back with our old design, but beef that up a little bit more, you know. So now with with airplanes, I know with rockets, you always want your uh, center of pressure in a certain spot compared to your center of gravity. Right. Same thing with airplanes, or um, if man. you know, would the pressure be? Wouldn't it be like center of thrust rather than center of pressure? Because the pressure is mostly from like the the pushing of the motor, right? Like with the with the engines, wouldn't it be like distributed? Well, if you go back to four eleven, guys, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah, JJ, you taking your notes? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh of course i am um well i don't describe it but most of the the lift would be um you want your your wing um a certain distance from your plane cg so that it feels the most amount of lift from right. there um but i don't know if that answers your question or not but um yeah wait wait wait, wait. could you repeat your question sorry my question was like uh looking at like the center of gravity of the the body of the plane right and the center of pressure uh does it matter where those two are at like is there a certain distance that they're they have to be away from each other so like if we define it in like rocket terms like say this is the top of the rocket i'm using right. my water bottle for reference so and then like the cp it's like this is where the motor is like our cp we want to be like here we want our cg to be at least two body diameters up from it because if they get too close together, it leads to like unstable flight as it goes up. Mm -hmm. But as like you get them further away, it gets to more stable flight. And that like varies with like fins and like your rocket impulse and all that. So you want them to be like kind of far away. Mm -hmm. And that might kind of, since you mentioned that you want the wings to be longer compared to the CG, that it leads to more lift. It might be kind of a similar respect to that from what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So. Well, well speaking of 411. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh oh. Um, for your stability problem, uh, has Dr. Alpatani mentioned the canards? <laughs> okay, I the mean, canards. he did mention that in the beginning, right? <laughs> did he mention the Piaggio P180? No, no, and its perfection? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do agree with that. It's pretty nice looking plane. Oh, it yeah, it does look pretty cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does seem like this man's favorite very airplane is a canard. I always <laughs> talk about how his favorite one is that one. I like how when he first introduced it, he's like, if you know anyone here in Corvallis that has it, let me know. Yeah, because like, I want to fly in I it. I want to go with yeah, it. Exactly. Like, like of course, we just know anything. somebody who owns a plane like that. I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, he did mention that. But then the fact that we wanted, we're, we're stall aircraft, so short takeoff and landing. Um the first instance was a tail dragger because with tail draggers, you, um, since they're at an angle, it gives you not only a lift, but sometimes a vertical thrust, uh, like a slight vertical thrust, yeah, right? Because you get that deep angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was our initial plan. But the thing for this competition, right, we're required to carry this payload box, mm-hmm. which is a quite beefy boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite right. beefy boy. I like so, that. There's a small one that's six Sorry, by six everyone. by four. And there's the bigger one, which is 12 by 12 by two. This is inches, right? Yeah. Okay. I was like, this is going to be a big box to carry if it's feet. Um, but <laughs> the problem was uh, finding a way to make a fuselage that's aerodynamically um, sound to to fit that beefy boy, to have that. That box, right? yeah. Um, so our first... Our first design was to fit that six by six by four. Um, and that thing ended up looking like a guppy. <laughs> um, and Albertani was not a big fan of that. It's for the, the aerodynamic purposes because it's just like a flying brick. Yeah. Right. Like the space shuttle. Right. And so the more we looked into it, uh, we ended up finding this research report on where we could incorporate having the fuselage be basically a wing. Right. Um, so with this wing, we can be able to fit the 12 by 12 by 2 um, box since it's pretty thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and with carrying the larger box means we get more points too, right? Um, so having this fuselage wing body and wings increases our lift like quite a bit. And so that was that was the route we ended up taking because there's like a nice slim body. Um, and it was a design Albertani approved, which was <laughs> even, better. even better. Right? Even better. Right. Um, but yeah, that's what we ended up going with. And that's the plane we're, we're having right now. Um, but uh, for that plane, we chose an asymmetric wing, um, which is beneficial in that it adds lift. Um, but the downside to it is it adds a pitching down moment. Mm. So when you're in the air, the plane wants to go down, right? <laughs> um, so Albertani suggested that we make the fuselage a, a or a symmetrical airfoil because mm-hmm. it doesn't have that pitching down moment at like high angles of attack to like counteract right? it. The the only downside is you you lose some lift, but it's it's not too much, you know, mm-hmm. to be like. Is it enough for eight foot takeoff? Um, hopefully, but in the end. More thrust is all you need. Yeah, right, right. more power is okay, always okay. better. Um, <laughs> so get some horses. Do in you there. know your uh, like your required vertical takeoff speed? Uh, 
and how long it takes for you to achieve that? Um, theoretically, yes, but I can't like remember the numbers off the top of right. my head. But yeah, it's it's out there somewhere. It's, it's a number. I guess. Number. How long does it take for you to get there? Like, are you like riding that eight foot edge, or where? Um, so we we at first to learn like about hobbyists or hobby planes because mm-hmm. we're all we're all new to this, right? Yeah. Uh, we we buy a plane for us to like just test with and um play with uh that one was a nice looking bush plane with like twin engines and with that we tested if that could take off in eight feet and that thing like zoomed Mm -hmm. um it was like i think it took off at like eight or seven feet oh wow i mean it it was it was not like as close to the eight feet mark but it was it was quite close especially with two engines Mm -hmm. or two two props um but uh from my calculations if i remember correctly at one point we were like looking at three g's of force and like that's that's not what we want mm-hmm. us are you know playing will rip to bits you pull yeah. up as hard as possible yeah um, so what are the restrictions on materials i guess that you can use for the plane and some if other, there are and some more of the rules like are you allowed to do like a like a high like what's the highest angle you can incline at um you you can incline any any angle as long as it's not VTOL, obviously, oh, okay. right? Yeah. Um, no helicopters. Sadly, no no rockets onto your ear. Oh, uh, it can't be like that. Uh, C one thirty. Yeah, that yeah. Have the rockets. Yeah, the take off faster. Yeah. Um. Uh, we do have to have a steerable landing gear at the end. Oh, okay. Um, and then for what else was there? We do need a. You know how you have. For most planes, that's like removed before flight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Safety uh, yep, yep. See if I can pull up my keys. Yeah, you. right. Continue, please. <laughs> um, other than that, some of the things I can think of is, so, for this payload we need to carry, it's not only we have to carry this delivery box that they give us. Uh, we're required to carry a payload plate, which is anything that we could manufacture and fit within the cargo bay, and it has to be mechanically attached to the plane. Um, so essentially we could bring a um, flat bar of aluminum or something like that, but it has to weigh a certain amount of points or the amount of weight it weighs. Adds extra points. Adds extra points. What about depleted uh, uranium? We, see, we, we were joking around with um, uh, Albert Tani about that, Depleted right? uranium. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it all depends on like how we can, we want to find something that's quite, you know, dense, um, so that we can like lessen the volume we need. Yeah, and just have like this small, really just dense like a little, bo- like a little marble. Right. It'd be it'd be nice to have like tungsten or something. <laughs> yeah, tungsten is not easy to to grab. Or Ricey. Ricey yeah. lead maybe. Yeah. Oh, so... lead is 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 a no is no no lead. There's there's no lead allowed in this competition. Really? They don't want to like drop a bar of lead on someone's head. Probably not. <laughs> what? That's that's dumb. Um, but yeah, but I I do know the main thing is right. Um, the flight has to end with you landing, right? If you crash at any time, even if it's like towards the end, that's a no score, which is kind of sad. But what yeah. if you call it landing with style? Uh, I don't think they'll be conscious on that one. So, is a crash considered like your landing gear just like something breaks? You just skid on the landing pad, uh, or I don't know what what they classify as. A seems crash, like it's subjective it's to subjective, me. I think. Um, but one main thing for our competition also is 
So all this payload we have to carry, we have to be able to unload it within a minute. Oh. And whatever we don't unload won't be counted towards our Wait, like by hand? By hand, yes. Oh, really? So there's like a pit crew aspect of this as well. Yeah, basically. Oh, that's kind of cool. Wait, so a three-man pit crew? Probably, yeah. Yep. Man. You should make it magnetic so you can just stick like a magnet on there and pull it out real quick. (laughs) I remember from last year uh, from DBF, uh, Albert Kanye is not a big fan of magnets. Uh Uh-oh. I wonder Uh, why. uh, Well... I remember hearing something about that, but I don't know. It's 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 hearsay here. At <laughs> no magnets allowed. That's also like uh, we had we had because Albertani's our advisor as right, well. Right, right. Um, but he, se- he seems to be way better with planes, and he like like he's more interested in planes than rockets. Obviously from class. Right. And yeah, he said not to say ballast. He's like professionally, they won't say ballast, and we're like, well. <laughs> yeah, but we probably won't be ballasting a you know a couple billion dollar rocket. They'll probably design it to be the weight it is. Yeah, and the payload, right? That's ballast. Y'all that, mentioned ballast, and he tore into you guys for like a solid five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that's that's what it's called. That's what it's called, Doctor Obertoni. We're showing like our schematic, and like we're pointing at everything, and that right. nose cone is our ballast, and we're like, here's the ballast, and he's like wait don't say that and we're like okay <laughs> we're like but that that's what it's called in model rocketry we don't have another name for it little did we know loose weight yeah is that a better one <laughs> loose weight you know it's funny though that we're like we're in like uh all of us are in AAE, aae 411 right now and i feel like your team probably can put what we're learning most to the to usage right 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 because like you know, we're in class and we're learning about all the stuff like helicopters and like the wing lift and all that. But then you guys, you guys really get to use it. Well, it's use the wing lift for the rocket too, the fins. But but the, it's not it's not the same. <laughs> we're not like learning like this is how fins work on a rocket. Like, unless if you're flying like the, like a plane like directly vertically up and down, something has gone very wrong. <laughs> okay. Or very right. You have made a Yeah, exactly. You made a VTOL and it's a weird one. So yeah, it's it's because it's we talk about this all the time too. Like for capstone projects, it's like not everyone gets to like put what they're learning directly right. into like their project. And I feel like with this class, you guys kind of get to do that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of review at this point. I mean, <laughs> I really wish that we had this sooner. Yeah, because um, at the start when we we're like first designing it, it's just like, oh shoot, um, I have to remember all these things I learned in two ten, which I I don't really remember mm-hmm. anymore, right? um but it's kind of neat to see like oh yeah i, I know i already this know is. this yeah, yeah. that is cool right yeah it's, it's, really also, it's, it's also kind of hard because you know albertani puts that standard on you now oh like, yeah you should know this right yeah you should know this right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice sure. i hit my knee right <laughs> so but yeah because i know that if some of the the manufacturing and mechanical engineering are like doing gfr mm-hmm. and they're doing like a lot of carbon fiber like uh, layups and stuff like that for to like lessen the weight of their vehicle and i think that some of that stuff's kind of cool they're so so cool like if you get a chance go talk to richmond and he they have a ton of stuff going on and every time i every conversation i have with them is one cool thing after the next yeah there's a lot there's a lot of cool projects that they have out of the college of engineering Uh, i haven't seen the other capstones for like the other engineering or like not engineering but the other schools but i'm sure they're cool as well i've Mm -hmm. heard one at cooking clubs apparently they're making some sort of flex flex seal for your your cuts and stuff what What? i would buy that 
it was really interesting to hear about this like, like a liquid wow. band-aid yeah basically because i know that something similar to that exists but if you could oh just like... i heard about that yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool that's really cool we need to really get a medical student on this podcast <laughs> because we've talked about some like weird stuff pertaining to this i was going to ask you one more thing i forgot what it was i have a question oh go ahead i was going to say if you could go back in time from freshman year hmm. and leading up to your capstone would you rearrange any of the classes that you took to better help you for capstone? Four eleven, I think, is one you said well, already. Aside from that, uh, maybe take two ten a bit later, so I have like that that knowledge still. Like I, I took two ten quite early, and so like after like two years, I'm like forgetting everything, right? Um, because I don't know about you guys, but I usually don't like paying all the information i learned after a class is done i like finish the class whoops oh there goes all the if you don't use it you lose it <laughs> yeah, right? Brain dump. yeah i had aae 210 last term so oh. that was that was kind of nice is because i'm like oh look at all this i get to see all this stuff again yeah i took it back with squires a long time ago yeah, but took... yesterday when i was doing the aae 411 homework i opened up my book and i had everything i needed wow really so that was really nice you yeah want, you want to share those notes <laughs> it's a physical copy it's not oh. like digital well I, I took uh 210 when when covid first started so when everything went fully on zoom oh uh, with albertani and mm. tally i left all my notes back at home in hawaii oh so, man you know can't can't really refer to those <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask for uh this competition do you guys go anywhere like uh in the u.s or like around the world anywhere Oh yeah. Um. So for the competition will be held at Fort Worth, Texas this year. Oh, in Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty far. And oh. you all plan on going? I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah, yeah. we love to hear that. Yes, that's the goal here. That's the goal. Yep. Yeah, because it seems like every team travels, which I, I'm really happy to hear that because mm -hmm. it's kind of nice to like put forth your put forth your idea like. I guess in a way it's like you're taking it out of your safe area, which right. is like where you're doing it, like where you're working on it. You're taking it out of your safe zone and like say the Stockton, California. Oh, I wonder who went there. I was going to say <laughs> we do travel, but we don't have the budget for traveling. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, hopefully too. We're, I know that we're trying to see if anyone, cause you know, hopefully, well, we, Excuse me. We know that not only students listen to this podcast, but uh, <clears throat> are you trying to like get donations or anything from uh, outside of uh, like the school, like supplemental funding? Um, I mean, donations would be nice, uh, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, we would love some donations. Um, but I feel like as a team, um, we we have enough resources from previous DBF years. Mm -hmm. Um, there's like a. I don't know if you walked into the AIAA lab space, but there's a, a bunch times. of like balsa wood in the corner that's like unused. So we're trying to take advantage of using all those materials before, you know, we go spending more money. Right? Well, fair enough. Right. Yeah. Cause we, when people come on, we try to, we do our best to get like the word out, like volunteers, like get the, the project out. And if any funding is ever coming anyone's way, we hope that it's the people we interview. Yeah. So, but yes, me. donations would be nice and appreciated. Yes. Much so, hopefully, we can try to figure out something, uh, like some way of getting those two teams if if we ever get any. So, I know that AIAA is working on trying to 
to get more of an easier avenue to get those to the teams. So mm-hmm. yeah. or donate plasma. Or, or donate, donate plasma. plasma. Yeah. I heard I pay heard with your blood. Make a lot of money donating plasma. Yeah. So yeah. The, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but the USLI team we're all thinking about just donating all of us donating plasma to cover our funds because we got to go to wow. alabama wow. and we can't I fly am. oh you guys are driving on <laughs> we the can't fly because we're going to be carrying a an, essentially a just an explosive <laughs> we're be carrying the our, direction our rocket motor and our black powder charges mm-hmm. as well as our body frame private glass and everything what a drive though Yep, 37 yep. hours. You guys are stopping by vegas there <laughs> yeah. on the way back. Uh, no unfortunately <laughs> not what? But, but uh, unfortunately not, Kyle. Ah, oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's going to be, we have a few members that are probably going to fly down right. as well. And then they're going to get everything set up for like our Airbnb or hotel or whatever. And then uh, a few people are going to fly back. And then I think the rest of us are going to drive. So we need to figure out how much <laughs> it's going to cost. But yeah. I feel like that's a big thing out of everybody's budget. It's just a... The transportation the it's like 70 like percent yeah, of like the yeah. budget is travel so and then you guys can just go test at uh that rc airfield right yeah and it, how far away is it from you like uh i'd say like a good 10 minutes it's, it's, it's really close do you so, need like a membership or something to go to that airfield uh, not sure but we do know the um our, our pilot dave is i think the the head of the rc club there or something mm-hmm. so Oh, so he's got the hook. Oh, up. So he's hooking it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. nice. Actually, network going on a, a little tangent here. At the competition, is he going to be your designated pilot, or is one of you? Oh, uh, we hope so. Um, <laughs> we haven't gotten like a solid confirmation yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing to note is Albertine did mention, um, like at these, like at DBF as well. Um, they are like standby pilots where they. They volunteer to fly anyone's planes if they don't have a pilot themselves. Because I know for sure I'm not flying this plane. <laughs> You're like, the brakes, not my fault. Um, but we do also have a volunteer um, who did the hobby thing like during middle school. So he has some a bit of experience. So, I mean, if he's comfortable with, you know, flying the plane and if he gets like good enough. Yeah. Right. Then maybe he might fly. We, we're not too sure who's like flying it in. Yeah, you know. For a second, I thought you were going to say Albertani was going to volunteer to fly it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, like oh, that's kind of cool. I was like, I've seen a little favoritism here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, as that, it's like this project, it's super unique because I'm trying to think of like any of, because like you have to carry a payload, you have to take off and land within, like the landing strip is at the eight feet as well. No, that that's a nice 200 feet. So oh, that's oh, 200 feet. feet. Okay. Yeah, but- Leeway with that. Okay, it's I was... just the landing. That's the biggest issue, or not landing. The um, takeoff. Take off. Yeah, eight feet and then landing over uh, two hundred. Right. Yeah. And how long is it? Three hundred is that what you said? It has to fly distance wise, and then uh, two hundred landing. Well, three hundred is the timed distance. Mm-hmm. So it flies straight for like three hundred feet, makes a loop, um, flies back, and then loops again and then lands. And by loop, is that like a turn? Yeah, turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have a required like rate of climb they have to do, or can it be what whatever angle you want I as long as you get to 300 whatever angle maybe we're maybe we're diving too deep into the details 
I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. Just I know. Curious. Yeah, I know. We're we're. I appreciate the curiosity. Yeah, because it's like I'm like, do they have to have a certain type of wheel? Can can they have like suspension so like they can impact the ground harder when <laughs> well, they no, land? Suspension adds mass. You don't want well, that. suspension adds mass, but it also adds a dampening factor when they hit the ground. So maybe it would be less of a crash and more of a landing. But mass. now we're getting into the weeds a little bit. Now we're getting a little bit into the weeds. Like hopefully the the plane does not. <laughs> Hopefully they let you fly in like well it's Texas so it's probably gonna be pretty flat. Right. No uh no debris anywhere for you guys to to have you like watched old videos? Well, you said I think you mentioned you were watching yeah. old videos. How is the landing like strip and take like is it literally just a table you're taking off from? Yep. It's like, like a card table. It's like you know, you know those foldable tables kind of <laughs> yep, yeah. it, it yep. kind of looks like that. That's awesome. Uh, but uh yeah, it's it's those 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 foldable tables um with like a big piece of wood on it the classic party table oh that's yeah, yeah, awesome yeah. it's just like a big piece of plywood <laughs> it's like from Estigata. and then what about the the landing <laughs> is it just dirt more plywood no it's it's a, it's a nice runway you know <laughs> um it's not like dirt or anything but it's, it's a runway <laughs> that's, that's what i was imagining it's just <laughs> like, dirt like actual gravel. asphalt then? yeah yeah oh, oh okay right. gravel gravel runway I was going to ask too, like, this is a bit of a tangent, but it's in a way kind of related to your project. It's like, what do you think of like all the, like these like micro, like UAV planes, like you kind of like that size right. and then like using them for like utility. What do you think of all that? I think it's pretty cool. And like making these things like, like really small mm -hmm. and like fly. Um, I think it's really, really cool. Um, especially like flying at low Reynolds numbers. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're, you're basically like, um, because you know at higher railings numbers it's it's like oh, you can move more freely right but at lower ones you, it's kind of like you're in like a thicker like you're swimming yeah you're you're swimming so i find it really interesting um like as Oliver Tony mentions the amazing thing like how butterflies can fly you know yeah like imagine we have like a butterfly UAV or something. Like, oh, that would be horrifying. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like that's that would be uh, cool, yeah. like sick advancement technology, right. but I, I would not be able to sleep. <laughs> that, that would be very spooky. Well, you know that joke with the birds being government drones. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. It's yeah. True. Birds are. Do fake. not trust the butterflies. Don't trust the butterflies. They're birds watching for the bourgeoisie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know about you guys, but have you seen a baby pigeon? I don't think I have. Baby pigeon? No, I <laughs> you know, haven't. Well, normally they're in nests, aren't they? Well, that's what they think. That's, that's what they want you to be to think. Think, yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. I was gonna guys, ask you. We birds aren't to... real. They're yeah, all birds robots. Aren't real. I forgot we forgot to ask too. Like, so there's this is a two parter. So prepare yourself. All right, all right. So, a it when you started like this capstone, did you want to do this capstone project? And the second part of the question is, what do you end up wanting to do with your degree? Um, a yeah. Um, I did want to do this capstone. Um, so you know, at the beginning of like last or spring term last year, mm -hmm. we had that. Um that form you had the to survey the survey thing uh this was one of my i think this was my top choice oh uh, nice yeah. um just because the fact that it was like dbf you know you get to design and build your own airplane mm -hmm. and tying that into what i want to do later in life i do want to work on planes in, in the long term um i think planes are just really cool and it'd be really nice to be able to work on like some plane project in the future you know yeah i think that's a uh... Sorry, I think that uh, it's cool. Do you want to try to like do that 
in back in Hawaii, or are you gonna try to do it here? See, that's the problem with Hawaii. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Uh, that's that's the problem with Hawaii here. Um, there's not a lot of like opportunities there, especially for like mechanical engineers. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were a civil engineer, oh, dude, you can go really home. Yeah. What's up with that? I, I have no idea. Um, but <laughs> mechanical engineers. Oh, you're gonna say something, Kyle? Oh, uh, civil engineer. Uh, I figure it's because they're probably still working on that railway. Oh yeah, the the rail, yeah. Railway. It, it's 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 kind of like a meme within Hawaii at this point. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what? It's 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 been in construction for like the longest time. Um, Is it like connecting all the islands somehow or something? No, it's, nope. it's on the main island of Oahu, <laughs> and the main purpose of it is so it connects. Uh, I think the main city of Honolulu to east or no, not east Oahu, west Oahu. Yeah. I think the original plan was just north of South. I think so. It it was it was was a way to like travel faster, but it's it's still in construction to this day. Um, Yeah, I remember uh, what's what's his name on the news when I when I used to live there, and he was like, "Oh, it's going to lower traffic because the one highway on island was always right." Yeah, like uh, for instance. If you were going from where we were in Waiwa to Pearl, that would, you know, if there was no traffic, that'd be like a half hour, 45 minute drive, right? Right, right. With traffic, that would can be like a three hour or more drive. <laughs> yeah. People, people like make fun of it. It's like, they, they say it's like the biggest waste of money. And it's oh, like, it's so, yeah. it totally is. $5 billion. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I think one of the big reasons why they're having so it's taking so long is that you know every 10 feet they run into a burial site yeah that's that's the main reason um or i I would say that's one of like the main reasons um but yeah i know that was the reasons for like the first three years i don't know what they're what they're doing now i I don't know either um i know they do like occasionally test it like you can see the thing moving um but it's it's still not like for public use at this point, you know what I mean? And it never will be, it seems. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably be retired and old before this thing finishes, <laughs> you know what I mean? For, for those listening, uh, do you remember the start date? Just to uh, put this in the perspective. Not sure. Um, in retrospect, my friend said, because I'm not from Oahu, but I hear a lot of these jokes. Uh, my friend who is from Oahu, I believe he said... Um, it's been in construction since he was in middle school. Yeah, that is comparable to my experience because I think right. they announced that when I was in like sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been in construction for the longest time. I'm trying wow. to find. Yeah, I'm just kind of reading about some of the stuff while you guys talking. Mm-hmm. That's crazy though. So civil engineers they've they've got the run of the place but sorry we cut you off the mechanical engineering in hawaii is not very good but civil engineers are fire it's not very good unless you like you know hvac work which like working Mm. with um you know heating systems and stuff like that (laughs) that that's just not my cup of tea yeah understandably Um, the the only thing that like probably would interest me in general would be pearl harbor working at pearl harbor Mm -hmm. um, where they get to work on submarines and stuff like that that would be the naval shipyard yeah the naval shipyard yeah Yeah. uh, but they actually go ahead it's a it's a joint base with uh Hickam. Uh so it's like an Air Force and Navy kind of thing. It's like yeah. Interesting. 
Yep. Um, other than that, there's the telescopes where I've I've worked mm. at, but those also have their sort of controversy to them. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys seen it on the news recently, but the TMT uh 30 meter telescope, um, there that's a new project they want to put on the island of the big island, which is the main island of Hawaii, and they they want to put it on Mauna Kea. I did hear about right. this. Um, but Mauna Kea is seen as a, a very sacred place to the native Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot of controversy around that. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I was about to say, like, isn't that technically one of the tallest mountains? Or it is the tallest mountain it's, from it's, bottom it, to yeah, top. It's the tallest, the tallest mountain from uh bottom level, right? Yeah, yeah. not from sea level. Not from sea level. But no, from yeah. bottom to top, it's like taller than Everest. Dang. Yeah, because I know that Hawaii is like, because I, I obviously like Oahu is like a very, mm-hmm. very like urbanized island, but I know like the rest of it, there's probably like wonderful views of the stars yeah. and such. Um, so where I'm from, um, we have I think the second largest, not second largest, third largest probably, um, summit, uh, Haleakala. That's where the the solar telescope is on. Mm-hmm. On a nice clear day, it's really nice because you get to see the on the peak, you get to see the other islands, and you can see Mauna Kea and Kilauea, which is the other big or big, big mountain. Is this the one that's constantly erupting? That's right? the one that's constantly mm. erupting up um, on the the big island. It's really nice. It's a really nice view if you get to if you get to go there on like a really nice clear day, especially at like sunset or sunrise. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, Hawaii in general is an amazing. Place. Have you ever been? I have not been to Hawaii. Because you're the only person here that has not been to Hawaii. <laughs> I guess so. We gotta we gotta convince NASA to send us there for a rocket launch. <laughs> Maybe. So, so for a rocket launch. Yeah, for a rocket launch. In Hawaii. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Interesting fact though. Oh. The bottom tip of the big island is actually the southernmost point of the United States. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait. In retrospect, yeah. I, I don't I don't I think that I've heard something similar like that before, but because I guess when we see it like flat, right? Like the yeah, Mercator right. projection of the earth. Right. It's kind of wonky because everything's like shifted to yeah. fit a globe on a flat piece of paper. And I guess it is pretty it's like it's pretty low there. It's yeah. like more south than like uh, Los Angeles and all that. Yeah. The tip mm-hmm. of uh, Texas, the bottom tip. I don't know what that's called, the bottom tip of Texas bottom of the boot yeah the bottom i don't know of the boot, I suppose. <laughs> but that's crazy really is it so how how far like how much more south is it then not sure but i just know like even if you look on like uh, the maps or something it says southernmost point of the u.s or something like yeah, that. yeah that's awesome that would be cool to go there and just be like yes the most south i've ever been <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's like this turned into like Hawaii discussion podcast because yeah. Hawaii is honestly very interesting to to like learn about, especially right. from someone that's a native there. Like that's amazing. So it's like your your family, like, uh, do they did they like want you to do like engineering, or did they want you to do drawing, or did they like to just support whatever you wanted to do? Um, at first it was like your classic. Uh, I hate to get the stereotypes here, but doctor and nurse mm-hmm. kind of kind of deal um lawyer uh but that that stuff wasn't like my deal um mm-hmm. uh so like math and science really drew me more and i really like building things mm-hmm. and so you know what better way to go to engineering and i mean as long as it's keeping my ha- me me happy I, I feel like my parents are 
like supporting my decision and stuff like that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it it stinks being halfway across the world from them a lot of the time, right? Yeah, I mean, you do get homesick quite a lot. Um, and I, I feel like all of all the Alice State students probably know. Yeah, where, you know. Now, is there anything like in Hawaii? It could be like I guess food wise, right? That you miss the most. It's it's the food, man. The food. Like, like the if food. you could if you could pick one and you could have it here, what would it be? Just one meal. That's such a hard decision, man. Yeah, you can't make him choose like that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really can't pinpoint to one exactly thing. The one thing I do, like, really miss is the fact that when I get home, there's, like, a meal made for me. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, here, I have to, like, make that myself. Microwave. Or, like, yeah. A hot pocket. <laughs> there's... That's, that's, like, the main thing I miss about being back home, you know? I, there, I remember when I was in Hawaii, like the food was obviously like fantastic. Right. I remember liking poi quite a bit because it was so unique. Oh, yeah. And there is, okay, there's one restaurant here. I won't say the name, but it starts with local. <laughs> and it's on the corner over there next to the 7-Eleven. Have you had that? Yes, I have. Is that, would you consider that close to authentic? Really? <laughs> so not nearly as good as the authentic. No, man. I, I hate to be honest, but no, man. Whoa. No, you can be honest because yeah, yeah. now you're making me want to go back. <laughs> Whoa. Like, I feel like it's kind of mid compared to. That is the hottest take I've heard. That's like Nathaniel and like Nathaniel and I go there like often just because we're like, oh, it's so good. Well, I mean, okay. it, is, it is. It is good food. I, I ain't going to hold you to that. But it's not authentic. It, it's it's just not the same, you know. But in all fairness, we, we're always in Merrifield working on the USLI project. Right. Mm-hmm. And the moment you go out those doors, yes. all you smell it's, is just the yeah, the food. The place. Yeah, the place. Yeah. But interesting. It, it's good, believe me. I mean, it just doesn't but hit it's mid. the same. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hit the same. Okay. Yeah. Is there anywhere in Oregon Ooh, that does match the authenticity that you'd see back home? I don't know. I've never been to much like like any like Hawaiian places. There's a place literally called Hawaiian Time in Oregon City, but I think it's a chain, so I don't know how close it would be. There's a place in Salem. I can't remember what it's called, but it was my dad knew the guy. I'm having trouble remembering everything, but he used to be from Hawaii and he started a Hawaiian barbecue grill up there that I've heard is really good. It's been on my list to try it before I move. Might have to check that out. I was gonna say, like, because I we always go to that one place in Corvallis. <laughs> well, yeah. if we uh, spoiler oh, alert. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. I I didn't want to say it. They're not they're not sponsoring us or anything like that. And we're not telling you to go there. We're just telling you that we go there. Yeah. Do they listen to this podcast? No, it's just like a legal disclaimer, so people don't know that we're we're not getting sponsored by them. Oh, okay, okay. Nor are we looking for sponsors. <laughs> Your family, did they ever come out to visit here in Oregon? Or is it usually you going back to Hawaii? It's just me usually going back. They only came here to drop me off um, on move-in day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is, after they dropped me off, they took a road trip to Canada. And like, oh, oh like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you. I missed out, man. I missed out. Oh, man. man. So, when you're, so when you're done with school, do you plan on taking a break or trying to search for jobs like right away? Like you think... You think Boeing is an option since you're in the Pacific Northwest already? Actually, really quick, your top company. Oh like yeah, favorite job. Top company. Like who? Who do you want to work for? Like uh, yeah, say like there's like say like you are going to get hired there if you right. choose it. 
like you see the job offer they're like yes we'll get you like which one is the one that you're not even gonna blink twice to say i want it i probably have to go with lockheed uh yeah, yeah lockheed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um the only thing that's like or making me like stray away from lockheed a little bit is they're not in like the best places you know yeah like, to live it's yes. like like usually in in the middle of nowhere or mm-hmm. something like, like that. Like Colorado. Yeah. Not uh, that Colorado's bad for reference. Right. No, but like it's it, far from here. Yeah. And I do really want to try and stay close to Hawaii as possible. Just in the, like if when I want to visit family, it's not like too expensive. Yeah, that's right? completely understandable. Um, so Boeing is an option for me. Um, but there's there's other place I've been trying to like, trying to get into. Um um a lot of my friends are currently like in Las Vegas right now. They kind of live there. So um, in order to save some money and like find people that I already know and like establish a, like a roommates there. kind of. Yeah, roommates. Right? Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas might be nice. Um, there is a uh, nice Air Force base like right off the mm-hmm. near, mm-hmm. like right off near um, um, Las Vegas. So, to actually, of one of my uh, my friends from high school, his brother, Jerry, works there. And he's actually oh. in the Air Force. Oh, really? Uh, there's actually, I believe there's two bases. There's one that's like more classified one, and then yeah. there's the more military one yep. that everyone knows Air, about. Air 51. <laughs> that's Groom, Groom Lake, Nevada. No, slip of the tongue there, huh? I saw that. Classified but uh, Classified information. Yeah, he works there as a crew chief on the F-16. Oh, that's that's sick, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just find like military vehicles like really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not cool what they do, but like it, they're still very cool they're though. Still very cool. It's like because it's like amazing because like that's where most of like the technology that we right. come up with will go into. Right, right. It's like the maneuverability. Yeah. Of, of and and like the agility that they have. Like the F, crazy. that video of the F sixteen you always show me where it's like tumbling oh, the, through the, the air. Dorito yeah. yeah. Why is it called that? I call it the Dorito maneuver. Oh, just it looks like a Dorito but tumbling. Did, you said it had like a name, right? I forgot the actual name of it. It looks horrifying. But, Have you seen that? I don't think so. We'll have to show you after the podcast. It's just like a video of like this plane, just like it looks like the like it's just gonna fall and crash. But yeah, it the guy just like pulls out of it. The pilot does. It's like they can just do that with the F sixteens. It's probably it probably looks like our plane. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the the tactical egg maneuver? Tactical, tactical egg. egg. See, now we're getting into our tangent. It's after a, the interview. It's this for is dog fighting. Look it up. The tactical egg. Yes, sir. And it's just uh, basically the way that the pilot's like way of flight looks right. like a huge egg. So they call it the tactical egg. Interesting. That, that is... certainly looks like a tactical <laughs> egg. This guy right here. Yep. The tactical egg. Oh, because you're like oh. facing in a circle mm-hmm. and then you're doing it like the vertical. Oh, but look at this. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Now this looks like a technology I would buy. Tactical That's belt mounted awesome. egg holster. That's I should like 3D something print that. You would 3D print. <laughs> I need to. Th- well, I have my I have my carabiner right here too. That's carbon fiber nylon. Oh really? Yeah. Here. Look at this. So like you're gonna you're gonna go to Alabama with uh, eight eggs for all of us. Yeah. Hard boiled. <laughs> you guys hungry? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So the. We can talk about 3D printing even while we do this. Do you guys have any 3D printing parts? Are you planning on trying to 3D print any parts for your? Uh, Probably not. I don't know. Um, Albertani is not the biggest fan of 3D printing either. Interesting. Oh, I would think that like, it's like has like such a variety. I right. mean, of course, it's not for everything, but it's got a variety of uses, right? Um, we did think about like if we were to do uh, leading edge slots mm-hmm. um on the airfoil on on the air of the wing, um, that would be like mounted somehow 
fixed with like three printed parts yeah that's cool now do you plan to uh, paint your aircraft or anything like that or uh well we're going to be using monocoat if you know what that is it's like some sort of like plastic we would like wrap around the balsa wood frame mm -hmm. and you use a heat gun and it like makes it oh taut. putting on like the skin of the aircraft yeah, just yeah. like that that's so pretty cool we have like a nice orange black oh uh, yeah so, classic know. classic so it's like wrapping it yes like 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 christmas christmas wrap. <laughs> no, but like like car wraps you know yeah, yeah instead yeah, of like too. painting it like spraying yeah, it they yeah. now just do like the sheet and they just hot it like i don't think i've it. ever I, i've heard about that but i don't think i've ever seen them doing that oh they're kind of they're kind of fun videos to watch like the time lapse satisfying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. satisfying <laughs> like you see the wrinkles just disappear yeah exactly oh, you're still, yeah. like mm -hmm. <laughs> reminds me of like the lego videos like the lego asmr videos where they like make food out of legos and they like cook with it if oh, you've seen those, you watch those too i'm like ooh, <laughs> like they make like um i think spam masubi like a big spam masubi and i'm sitting there like I'm kind of hungry right now. <laughs> For like, it's like it's like it's movie. like 3 a.m. and I'm like I should not be thinking about eating Legos right now. <laughs> oh my! Um, I have a big question. It's a really yes. important one. Are you planning on naming the plane? Um, maybe. Um. That 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 might have to be a discussion amongst us three members, you know. Because you got to name it for good luck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're already talking about trying to name our rocket. So. Oh, to what? Am I allowed to know? Well, we don't really have. I put out one option, right. but no one has put out anything else. So our our mentor, shout out Gary, our mentor always talks about how we seem to be overdoing everything. So like our <laughs> AV bay is like super. It's not super complicated, but it's like probably more complicated than it needs to be very right? robust yeah it's robust <laughs> like we're making our fins like laser printed and super complicated and all this other stuff or and so, as we say our av bay is a black box yes like it will survive any uh, flight because in our subscale flight when it crashed it right. survived that and so he was commenting on it and so i proposed the name of our rocket being overkill <laughs> since it's all overkill and right, kyle right. and i always say like it's better to overkill than underkill so that's true. I mean, that's true. Sorry, the overkill. I'm trying to think of uh, you, like you go like the Red Baron, like the pizza the Red. Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good like name. the World War One pilot. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, 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 no. The Orange Baron. You know, Caesar, the pizza guy, <laughs> the Supreme Red Baron, or something. That's the Pinterest. first thing that popped in my mind, man. <laughs> I kind of enjoy. I kind of love that now. It's like you say, like a historical figure, and it's like, oh, like the pizza. <laughs> those pizzas are good. McDonald, though. like Ronald. <laughs> yeah, those are good pizzas. Not sponsored, of oh, course. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. Red Baron, maybe like uh, I, I don't know. I can't think of any more pilots or planes. Be cool to do something like that, though. You just call it like the the I don't know what's it, what's everyone's name on your team. That's the funny thing is I'm George, and the two other George. guys are Sean's. They're both Sean's. So you call oh, it like the wait, GS for that? Yeah, the yeah, GSS. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can make an acronym or something. <laughs> or the SGS. The GSS Scopes. Yeah. The GSS. GSS. Like you know how like they have the B17. Yeah, or like right. well, like the H the HMS in front of like like British ships is like her Royal Majesty. Oh really? Yeah, or heard something. Heard you know whatever. Her Royal Majesty, something like that. They they're all acronyms for something, and so that would be, uh, yeah, Her Majesty's like Air Force or Her Majesty's ship, something like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could do like a an acronym for that. <laughs> I don't know. You don't have any. You don't have any consonants in there. Well, I guess you have S. You don't have any vowels in there. <laughs> no, no, GSS. 
it's like USA, you know, United States of America. Just have to have that leading one in between. You can also put in a B in there, I guess, for beavers. So BG. George uh, Beaver, Sean, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be pretty good. You know, some funny options here. See, we're just idea guys, can't you tell? Just throw them all out. The creative minds. Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's what I'm talking about, creative minds. Obviously, podcasters, you know, not exactly the best creative minds, but we're getting there. (laughs) So... But uh, yeah, we're, I don't remember when we started, but I think we're coming up on time here. So is there any, any last thoughts you have? Any last words, plugs, anything you got? Not really. I mean, it was, it was a really fun time being on here with you guys, you know? Yeah, thank you for coming yeah, on. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll, we're definitely going to see you tomorrow at the general body meeting. Yep, so yep. we'll be looking forward to, to seeing you guys talk about your project. Yep. Maybe you might see a video or Ooh, Ooh. some surprises. Some maybe, the, maybe the patch. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe. 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 I'm excited now. <laughs> so am I. Kyle, you got anything else? Uh, not right now. Sorry I wasn't able to meet you in person. All oh, good. it's all right. It's, uh, it's, it's like, you know, Kyle, unfortunately, due to exterior circumstances, couldn't make it, but we're, we're happy he's here in spirit, right. right? So, and I'm sure he'll see you tomorrow as well. Right, yeah, yeah. So, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching slash listening. And remember... At least it's not rocket science. At least it's not rocket science. Have a good night. it's not rocket science. Okay, Have a good night. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs>